0: everyone welcome to loving this life podcast hosted by yours truly Abby Hillis founder of ACH Events and co-founder of the 12th Woman an advocacy group fighting for sexual assault survivors this podcast is about loving the life that you live and 100% owning it and being happy with it each episode will include a guest or thoughts to help bring your dreams to reality understand true commitment in life and help turn some of your darkest days into the brightest years. So grab some coffee, some wine, or whatever tickles your fancy, and join me on this adventure of finding happiness and taking charge. All right, welcome to episode three, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have a great episode planned out for you guys. I am sitting here with my husband again, Hillis, And, uh, you know, it's funny, we were, we were, or I was planning this episode and writing down, you know, my notes on everything that I wanted to talk about. And he jotted down some notes just in my notebook of things that I need to ask myself or, you know, talk about on the podcast. And then it was going to be an episode where it was just me. And then it wasn't because he wrote down some amazing things. And I was like, babe, I think you just need to come on and talk to, with me about this stuff. So uh, an episode that was supposed to be just me is now turned into both of us, which might continue to happen over and over again. I don't know. But thanks. You had some great insights. So I want you, everyone to hear what you had to say.
1: Hey, everybody. I'm, <laughs> I'm back.
0: And he's he's talking into the microphone, guys.
1: Yeah, I, I heard uh, some <laughs> criticism. <laughs> I mean, I... I speak quietly in general, but I, when all you can hear is me and Abby, and she is anything but quiet, <laughs> uh, I guess it makes it, make it uh, a lot worse. But now I'm sitting really close to it.
0: So hopefully you guys can hear him a lot better this time around. We're going to keep playing with the mic and make sure that we, we figure out what's best to hear both of us. Um,
1: I'm, I'm also always in the back of my head is... Don't wake up the baby.
0: Because real life, we have to do this when he's taking a nap or sleeping. So it's either like in the middle of the day and we don't want to wake him up or late at night and we don't want to wake him up.
1: <laughs> and, and he'll sleep through this. I just, you know, after those first couple of months, I I walk around the house and I
0: Tip-toeing. do everything
1: really quietly.
0: Whispering. Yeah. 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 Which we totally shouldn't do. We should just, yeah. although this, this is the same kid that sleeps through vacuuming. So really there's no rhyme or reason no. to it. Yeah. Episode three is going to be a little bit more of a focus on some ideas that Hillis and I have on really just like self-improvement. So this is all encompassing of self-evaluation, self-motivation, and self-appreciation. And the way that we kind of look at these three different items is that You know, you kind of do self-evaluation and self-motivation. They're kind of two that go hand in hand. And then the goal of those two is basically to get to a point of constant self-appreciation. And the reason we're talking about these different things is because I kind of feel like this is the pathway that I'm going on right now. And so I felt like it was good for me to kind of illustrate from just a everyday Joe standpoint rather than, you know, a scientific background or a psychology background, but just kind of how I've seen myself going through this entire process of just like really changing my mindset and adapting to be a much more positive person, content person and seeing life and everything that comes with it for what it is. And, and, you know, really taking in each moment. So, and to get there, this is kind of like the process I feel like I've gone through, to be successful with it. So I will kind of touch on some things, and Hillis is going to chime in with some great great ideas that he has and perspective that he has. And hopefully this will just kind of help you. i will ask some questions for you to ask yourself, and it will kind of help guide you to figure out, you know, are you motivated? Are you evaluating every day? And then are you taking care of yourself? Are you appreciating yourself? Sound good, babe? Fantastic. All right. So... The first thing that you know, we really want to dive into is self-evaluation, and for me, where this came from was me talking about how I was such a perfectionist, and I evaluated that as someone who could never be content because I was always striving for being perfect, and if you're someone always striving for being perfect, then how can you be content because you're always looking for the next best thing? And something I've realized in all of this is that a perfectionist is just someone who's constantly looking to improve. So you can be content in the moment, but you can also be improving. You just have to make sure that you're doing it in moderation and you're doing it in a way that's that's healthy and you're not, you know, constantly improving to the point where you're not sitting back and enjoying moments. There's, there's a soft line that you have to walk um, where you can, you know... Be both. You can be both a perfectionist and be content. Um, and to kind of get there, um, some some things that I came up with to understand, like where you're at, like understanding, you know, what type of person you are and where you're at in life it, are some questions I asked myself Was like, do I trust myself? Um, why am I doing this? What is my why for every day? Um, something that can go along those lines is like, you know, really creating a legacy and defining it. You know, that is your why you, every person should know their legacy and evaluate yourself from that legacy every single day. So how close are you living every single day to that legacy and how far are you from that? And, you know, how can you get back to, you know, trying to live every day that way? Um, and then I also, you know, Ask myself, am I running from certain things? Am I leaning towards certain things for a specific reason? Do I have certain things that scare me? Do I have certain things that frustrate me? Why do they frustrate me? Something when I was talking to Hillis about all of this, you know, he chimed in. He brought to my attention that I was focusing a lot on the, I wouldn't say negative, but maybe like the, well, I guess maybe, yeah, negative. Um, I, I mean,
1: words like running from and scared. Yeah. kind of imply that
0: it, a negative connotation to it, sure. yeah,
1: and people evaluate things for all number of reasons, but generally like when you think of it, it's because something's wrong, I guess. Mm, yeah. but um, if you're really gonna do like a full evaluation and one that you know is meaningful, you have to evaluate everything. And I think a really important part of that is evaluating what's actually going really well what, uh, what you do well, what makes you feel good, you know, what you think you're actually achieving, what you're uh, trying to accomplish.
0: Yeah, you do. You have to look at like, and understand why certain things are successful. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, some ways to also just look at that is, you know, are you like, what are your strengths in everyday life? Like, are you a really good person at, making sure that you're supporting others like is that a strength of yours or are you really good at making sure that you're feeding your body the nutrients that it needs and is that something that's helping you be more successful in everyday life and applaud yourself for for those things and also know that maybe too some of your your evaluation is uh stepping out of your comfort zone and the things that you're good at, you're good at because you do them all the time. But then also looking at, like, how you can change those.
1: Well, what about this? What, what about also uh, what made me feel good? Did, uh, did you uh, you, did you do a good deed? Did you, you know, walk an old lady across the street <laughs> or, you, you know, whatever? And you go, oh, that I, I really enjoyed that. You know, that gave me a sense of, uh, you know, oh, you're a good person. And, uh, you know, it felt really nice to do something for someone else. Okay, do that more. You know, start picking up some uh, charity work or volunteer or whatever. Pick out that thing that made you feel good. Do that some more. You yeah. know, it says that's. It's, it's, uh, that it's kind of my point is it's not about stopping the bad things. Com- like that's not it. It's also
0: embracing the good. Yeah.
1: How can I get more of this positive oh, stuff in?
0: Gosh, we have two like such completely different perspectives. Do you see this, guys? Like this is. I'm still trying to transition my mindset and this this lovely man sitting next to me just has such a completely different positive it, it's just crazy I I wish like overnight my mind could switch but it's it's something that takes a really long time and it takes like constant changing of habits every single day and like being aware of them of the way that like we have to train retrain our minds it's crazy
1: I mean I I guess if you just keep shoving your day full of the good things eventually like there has to be a finite space for good and bad parts of your day so if you just fill it up with nothing but the things that made you feel good you'll eventually run out of bad things maybe i don't know
0: yeah well and the other thing i think we've even talked about is that like for me i had to almost like fake my mindset and tra- when i was trying to transition it from being such a, a Bad place, in a negative place, in a dark place. Right? Because I, I
1: said what I, I said, like uh, I was like, oh, don't fake it. Like, actually, if you actually enjoy what you do in your life on a day-to-day basis, just then like that—that'll be enough.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then that's when you. And said, for like, me, it
0: was hard. Like, yeah. it wasn't just that easy flip of a switch for me. It's almost like I had to convince myself first of changing the mindset before I was ever at a place where I was like, oh, holy crap, like. Everything has good, or every like every thing happens for a reason. I I don't know how much I like that quote, but you know, like <laughs> I know it's so generic it's and not, just like it's not a great quote. No, it's not. So, yeah, anyways, yeah, back to self evaluation and just you know looking at the good, being content with it, and maybe doing more of it, and then looking at the maybe not so good or the not so strong things and growing those and. Uh, learning how to to trust yourself and the
1: the opposite of growing those.
0: Yeah, well, so I'm interested. Like, what is one of your like feel good things? Like, what is something you do every day that you're like, man, this is my feel good thing. Like, this is why I do it every day.
1: I always get a great sense of accomplishment doing work like at like my job. Like,
0: wow, really?
1: Yeah, on the days where I really just nail certain things and get a lot of stuff done and do it well nobody so no, incredible. well no nobody has to it's the days when nobody says anything to me about doing a good job
0: you just know that you did it but yeah
1: i just kind of leave the office like
0: yeah, i kick today's ass
1: you got a lot of stuff done today
0: <laughs> interesting so that's um, like a really good feel good for you
1: yeah that i mean if, and then there's the baby, hold on of i course. just
0: also <laughs> For those of you who don't know, he has told me this this number before, but how many how many pages a day do you read at oh work and man. how many do you write? Because this blew my mind when he told me this. It's like something insane. But somehow he finds the good – like he, he feels good about this. It's like I would never feel so good about what he does. That's what's so mind-blowing to me.
1: Uh, it Give took, us a rough it, number. It took me a while to come up with the estimate last time I had to think about it. Uh, I don't know. Reading and writing – Thousands, yeah, probably. Oh, that's so nuts. At least a thousand.
0: Yeah. So I guess in relationship to that, like.
1: Well, se- several hundred. I don't
0: know. Several hundred. But it's it's depends on the day. It's,
1: yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff.
0: So in relation to that, though, like I would say, like a huge joy of mine too, related to the business is is like when a client reviews me or even sends me a text or just at the end of the event you know gives me a big hug and says you know they couldn't have done it without me or they just so appreciate me or you know even when they say you're like family ah that's like the biggest compliment is that they felt so comfortable with me that they referenced me as family so I guess Having seeing and having joy in your in your job is super important. because well, I mean, we're spending right, forty to sixty exactly. hours a week doing especially it. if
1: you spend as much time as you and I do, you might as well enjoy it.
0: That's a good point. Good point.
1: It's, it's interesting how your happy place uh, regarding your work is when the client tells you, uh, you did a great job, you know, your family at this point, blah 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 and you get their express feedback and mm-hmm. how mine was self I literally just thought I did great today.
0: <laughs> you felt good. Yeah. Huh. So That's interesting. Right? Yeah. I need to find more where I, I mean, find I don't know like,
1: if you need to, but it's just funny that
0: But maybe it would be a good thing cuz I would have more like, I would just have more self-love.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, comp- and you wouldn't have to depend on others. someone else, you know, if you pro- provide it yourself.
0: Hmm. I wonder, like, how many people out there fall under your category versus mine or if there's people in the middle. You guys should totally, no idea. like, I don't even, I need to figure out a way for you guys to give me, not feedback, but, like, email me or, like, private message me on Instagram or something and tell me, like, where you fall. I'm interested to just see how people like, do you find, do you find good f- from within yourself and feel good within yourself or do you get it from other people?
1: Category A or category yeah, B. Yeah.
0: That's interesting. Hmm. Like a poll or something. Now I'm going to totally like evaluate during the day and be like, wait, do I feel good because I feel good or because someone else gave me feedback that made me feel good? That's oh, that's some evaluation. evaluation. Yeah. And then I think, so another thing for me that a good thing that I know I have to do is is work out and get my heart rate up because that's something where I know I can release a lot of negative energy. And so I've learned that that has to be a priority. Now I'm learning in junction with that. I don't even have to work out as much as I do if I meditate. So I used to feel like I needed to work out five days a week in order to release all the negative energy. And now I feel like if I get three good workouts in a week, I'm good as long as I keep my mind right. So to kind of transition from evaluation, uh, the other aspect that I feel like you have to do with evaluation is being self-motivated. And you can't really evaluate and create change without being motivated to do that. And the two just, I just feel like they have to go hand in hand. Um, Some a a quote that uh, my therapist, actually two quotes that kind of go together, that she told me was we have to lean into learning. We have to understand that learning is not a failure. And so we have to learn to grow. And I think the reason she said this to me is because it's just really easy to not engage in something when the fear of failure is there. And the reality is that we, we, we need to fail and we, that's how we learn. And it may not be a drastic fail. Like, so, some failures don't have to be a big deal. Some can be very small, but sometimes the biggest failures are the ones that are the biggest life changing. Right?
1: Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I, uh, I, I, I don't love failure. Nobody loves failure. But if uh, that 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 means that you're trying something new, you're doing something different, And That's the best. To me, that's the like that's the best thing you can do in life is to. Continuously look for new things because there's so much out there um, to know, to learn, to experience. Um, And that's just part of it is failure. You're going to at some point not succeed when you try something new. And uh, how you handle that is really, you know, what matters.
0: And I think... I can reference for a great illustration of that is this podcast for me because I took so long to kick this thing off because I was just determined it was going to be perfect. Hello, perfectionist again. And what I'm learning is like the first episode, you were really quiet and it wasn't perfect, and I got feedback from it, but everyone still loved it. And the cool thing is is that like I'm learning that either one, I need to get a second microphone, which is probably eventually going to be in the works, and two, just learning how. You know, to do this better because I'm not a an educated audio person and tech guru or whatever. But the reality is, is I wasn't going to be perfect from the beginning, no matter how hard I tried. So it was just like swallow my pride, swallow my, or I don't know if I can swallow my perfectionism, but you know, suppress my perfectionism and allow to just like take the leap of faith and just go for it and try something and do it. And what I've learned is that this podcast has become like. Such a joy in my life. Like, I look forward to doing this. I look forward to editing the episodes. Um, and I, I it's, like, incredible how much just, like, leaning into just learning how all of this works rather than, like, being scared from it has been just so, like, liberating and freeing for yeah. me.
1: Well, I, yeah. And you you used the phrase leap of faith. And that—I feel like that's how I do most, most things. Most of your life. But— just like i if there's something i want to do i i don't overanalyze it i just kind of do it
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh or try to do it you, not, it, it doesn't always work um obviously but uh yeah just don't uh, i just don't allow the the apprehension or the fear to to kind of soak in cuz once it gets in it is it's hard to it's hard to shake off
0: yeah So two other aspects of of motivation um, is understanding when you're motivated and if your habits support those uh, support what you're motivated about, because if you have the wrong habits for what you're trying to accomplish, it's going to be a lot harder to accomplish those things. And so, um, you know, that You're looking at your habits. That's why these two go so close together is because you need to evaluate them. Um, One thing for me that I've learned is I'm extremely motivated in the morning, and I love morning time. And I get to the end of the day, and I Mm. learn that my brain shuts off. And it's funny because you and I are like Mm -mm. polar opposites, right? Yeah. He loves nighttime, and his brain is on fire at nighttime. And I try to have conversations with him at 5:30 in the morning and he's like, "Babe, it is 5:30 in the morning. Please let me have my coffee and my drive to work."
1: Yeah, I I need the drive to work. Like if to I had a up. if I had a reasonable commute, I <laughs> I don't think my brain would be on yet.
0: By the time you got to work. Yeah. yeah. So you know, you need to know when you're motivated. I get up and I get three hours of work done or at least try to. Time change totally messed up my ability with KJ. But the goal was that I got like two to three hours of work done before KJ even got up because I could sit down at my computer, have undivided attention and just knock a ton of stuff out. And I was struggling until I got to that point and realizing it because there were days where I was sleeping in until eight or nine o'clock in the morning. And then I was hitting nighttime and still wasn't being productive. So I was having like a less productive day, less motivated day. And so understanding when you're motivated, I feel like is so crucial to being motivated and then like embracing those times when you are, maybe it's when it's sunny outside. So the days that you're, it's sunny outside are the days that you're most motivated to understand that and plan for that. And the days, I don't know, some people are motivated by cloudiness and I'm not personally, but like some people love to just sit inside and work all day on a cloudy day. Mm. um, And I want to curl up on the couch and drink hot cocoa. (laughs) You have random bursts of motivation I've learned.
1: Yeah. There's random days you wake
0: up and you want to just like vacuum and clean the house. And I have no idea where it comes from.
1: Yeah. I just don't think that. Uh, time of day is really a factor for me.
0: Ah. Um, just not in the morning, though.
1: And the only reason that is is because my brain just won't let it happen
0: <laughs> for the first
1: 45 minutes after I wake, wake up. up. It, it's not a personal choice.
0: Just- yeah, but I, I would say even I take 45 minutes to, like, fully wake up. And and really get oh no well, uh, you're giving me the look like uh, no you wake up PG. well
1: if if that's the case then you are amazing at putting on a ready to go face
0: <laughs> quickly yeah well so that's interesting I mean I guess you just you know you have to find when when you're motivated and and I guess try to like capitalize off of that
1: yeah if, I, I think for me it's mostly the the substance of what I'm motivated. To do, mm. but I really need to look at that. Maybe
0: God, it's so crazy how polar opposite we are.
1: Yeah, people are probably listening to this thinking, how did how did this happen? How
0: do you guys work together? Yeah. I don't know. It works really well.
1: Balance. Everybody. I think some
0: people who are identical work really well together, like couples. And then I think that there's some couples that like they need to be polar opposites to work. Because if there were two of me, we would be so intense we'd be divorced.
1: <laughs> oh, well, we wouldn't have gotten to the wedding. <laughs> I don't True. Think.
0: True. True. Mm-hmm. And if there were two of you, well
1: wedding just wouldn't have gotten done. It would have
0: never got <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, you planned this, right? Yeah. Oh, I thought you did.
0: And <laughs> we just never gotten yeah. to it. That's funny. So to kinda like full circle motivation, you just you wanna make sure that your habits support what you're trying to accomplish. You wanna make sure that you you're doing it at the right times. And then you want to make sure that you're surrounding people that just support your motivation. I think one thing that I've learned through this entire process is there are people who drain me. They take a lot more than they give. And I think everyone, we all have those people in our lives. And sometimes it's okay to have those people. But if you have too many of them, then it becomes an inhibitor to be able to be successful and to really be motivated and, and take care of yourself.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree. But I do think it's important to not go too far the other way, though, mm. and only seek out people like you, you know, who want to sure. do the same thing. Um, because I think there's a lot you can learn about yourself by being around people who have different motivations and, and, you know, different ideas of what progress and, you know, um, improvement are. Um, but in, in any event, it, they just, they can't get in your way, you know? So, like, so give us like, an example. All right. Either
0: for yourself or someone.
1: Well, yeah. Well, the one I was just, you know, you always want to go do the next thing. Um, improve the thing you have and this that and the other and you may have friends or acquaintances that you know they're fine with whatever job they have and you know they don't like the job but they're okay with it and just are kind of stuck where they are yeah that's not what you're going for with your company and you know your life in general but there may be something about their life that you can appreciate learn a lot from and, you know, just they don't have to be on the same trajectory.
0: Well, no, for sure. But they also have to be someone that lifts you up and doesn't take more than, you, than they give. Yeah. And I think that's important. And there's going to be time in our lives where we have to take more from others than we give. And there's going to be times where the people surrounding us have to take more because our cup's full and we can give to others. I think it's just important to make sure that you're looking at the people around you and and evaluating, you know, uh, what those people do for you definitely. and and how and what you do for them. And if it's a a good healthy combination, then then those are people that are worth having whether or not they're just like you or have a similar personality um or similar drive or they don't, that they're they're definitely people that need to be supportive and And make you happy,
1: and that can be rough. If you look at it and you go, "Oh, this person I've been this is one of my best friends, have been around forever," and one day you know you're looking at things and go, "I feel really bad whenever I get done hanging out with that person." You know, I always feel like they just they're just constantly upset about something, and just I, I leave their house feeling like I had a bad day because I just sat there and listened to them.
0: Right, you know they affect your mood, and it's something that should have never even affected right, your yeah, mood. it
1: has nothing to do with you, but you you know feel bad because,
0: yeah, and that's one thing I think and it's angie, rough,
1: especially An- if it's someone close to you,
0: yeah, and Angie's working with me on that because I you know would, will tell her certain stories or situations, and you know her first question to me is is, well, does that person energize you, and is it every time they hang out, you're feeling like that, then you need to look at that relationship and and decide if that person should be around you and you should be around them. Are you good for each other? I think is an even better question and uh, it's okay if you're not. And that's, I think that's even the bigger thing is like accepting that like we all go through seasons and like, well, you're stuck with me the rest of your life. But like, there are certain people that like maybe they come into your life during a specific time in your life, but they don't stay there forever. And then there are the people who are there forever. And then, you know, there are people you don't meet for a really long time and they pop in right at the right moment it's a combination of all of those things and just just being aware of the constant transformation and being okay if it's if people come and go. Yeah. I struggle with that a lot. I want everyone to be friends all the time. Right.
1: <laughs> but I mean, you're not the same person that you were.
0: Yeah, that's you true. Know. Yeah, you change. Right. So sometimes the people surround you are gonna change. Yeah. And I think the same, the opposite goes for you. So Hillis got to go out and have a dad's night out this past week and it was crazy i could just the next day even though i know he didn't get very much sleep before work i could hear the change in his voice of just getting out and being around his buds and how much that affected his his mental mindset and he just sounded so much happier and just content and i was like okay we need to make sure that you're spending making more time to spend time with your your guys but you're just a person that's content with being at home and not really being a social butterfly yeah, like I, I am i
1: forget i forget that i mean I, I, Yeah, it's just I literally I get involved with whatever's going on and, you know, don't think, oh, wait, we're supposed to be social beings. You got to go do that from time to time. Well, in
0: moderation. Yeah. And for you, it's a different type of moderation, but to remember to take time for that. Yeah. yeah. Which kind of leads us to the last thing that I think brings it all together, which is self-appreciation and doing things for yourself that... um that help build you up, that help keep you motivated, that help uh, you evaluate and um, just keep you a better person all around. And, you know, self-appreciation just makes it all come full circle. And, you know, you have to just ask yourself, am I doing all of these things for me? Uh, And if I'm not doing it for me, is it draining me from energy or is it energizing me to help someone else or to do this, this task? What are your
1: thoughts? Uh, I think self-appreciation is uh, I mean that's how I you know, stay happy is I mean this kind of relates to what we were talking about earlier how I can feel really good about the day if it you know I was productive if I got a lot of stuff done and then you oh great job today and you know your little pats on the back that it, it's a pat on the back that you give yourself and I that's how I get through the day. That's how I, you know, feel good about it.
0: So what's funny is for you to do that, to me, that feels like I'm not being humble. And so it's a struggle for me, but I know it's not. Yeah. But it's hard for me to do that to myself without feeling like, oh, I'm conceited or I'm, you know, I, I don't know. I just want to like I I hear what you're saying and how important it is to do. But for some people, it's so hard to do that and be like, you know what? Today I just kicked ass and like, go me. It's sometimes it's really hard for people to do that. Yeah. So how do we like, I don't know. I think you haven't always been like that. Have you? Um, I guess kind of you have.
1: That's kind of a, <laughs> it's a good one. The, the way that I, and this, I think this was something a coach, a baseball coach told me once was, um, during training, uh, did you do everything today? that you could to make yourself, you know, uh more uh, a better prospect. You know, mm. did you uh, in
0: relation to trying to like get some sort of college scholarship
1: co- Yeah, scholarship pro ball whatever. uh okay. did you work out? Did you go hit? Did you throw? Did you uh, you know, do your homework? All the things that are going to make you a better uh, either college or pro prospect? Did you go do all those things? So,
0: if you did, then you're like, yeah, good me.
1: You go, yeah, good me.
0: Go, good for me. Good job, me. Yeah.
1: Um, but I I still kind of feel that way, you know. At the end of the day, but I think of it as, are you proud of what you did that day?
0: Mm. And and you should be.
1: Yeah, that's the goal. Is yeah. you know, if you did everything you were supposed to that day, you should be proud of what you did. You shouldn't look back on it with any kind of regret, like, man, but. Ask yourself that question. And if you do, look back and you go, I really wish I hadn't spent those four hours sitting on the couch eating Doritos. That was, I, I, I could have been doing some work or something. Yeah. And I'm not proud of those four hours that I wasted. So then look at that and go, okay, well, tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow, no couch I'm and not Doritos.
0: And so one, one quote I do want to bring in, and she might kill me for bringing this in, but she said it when we were talking, uh, my therapist, Angie Jones, and for self-appreciation, for me, I have, I've learned I don't have a ton of boundaries and I'm a person that kind of like flies by the seat of my pants and lives life, I would say it's... Sporadically, I don't. Even, I don't know, like if you can describe life that way and living life that way, but that's kind enthusiastically. of enthusiastically. Enthusiastically, she explained my life as I'm a bunch. I have a bunch of Venn diagrams, and they all overlap, and they're all unorganized, and that I needed to organize those, and by doing that, I can create boundaries for myself. And so she said the quote: "You need to think of it as I have boundaries, but I do shit for myself. So you're not." Overconceited and over caring for yourself, you have to create those boundaries because you have to take care of yourself and you have to do stuff for yourself. Um, and those boundaries also create the lines where you're not bringing in the things that that aren't good for you. So I think just you know s- figuring out what those things are in your life that you know you need to have boundaries for, and being okay with it, and knowing that they're they're to improve your self love. And, and that's something that I've, I've failed epically at that I'm, I'm working on. And I, it's crazy how much happier it's made me. You're really good at it. And I would, we've talked about this, like you have so many boundaries that it would be cool if you knocked a few down.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: And so there's these people in this world where you have like the people who live with no boundaries and the people who live with too many boundaries. And the goal is for us to just come together and find a space where, you know, certain people break down boundaries, and certain people build them up, so that we can all effectively coexist and and care for each other. I think that's like,
1: yeah, that's what it's all about. And I, you know, if, if you don't have these boundaries and you're expending energy willy nilly, you know, doing all these things in all these different places, and you know, it's wearing you down. That's less energy you have. For others, you Correct. know, you're not going to be able to help out friends, family, you know, the universe. Yeah. If you're completely drained from not taking care of yourself.
0: See, and that's like so true. I was telling a friend this week over coffee that, you know, I've learned how much more I can give and how much more of me there is to share because my cup is full. And when your cup is full, it, and it's overflowing, you have that overflow to give to others and fill their cup when it's maybe not full. But when your cup's not full, and you're trying to fill other people's cups, it's just, it's hard for everyone around. And...
1: Well, I, I think it's really easy to, like, when you said, when your cup's not full, when you're overwhelmed, when you're, when you've got, you know, very little left in the tank, it's very easy to look at your situation and go, uh, wow, how am I going to, how am I going to get this taken care of for me, much less anyone else? You know, a little, I don't want to say pity party, because it can be worse than that. But Well,
0: it could be a dark spiral yeah. where you start. And it's you really easy to You can't ever, ever down. get the glass back full right. again. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's where I was at. I mean. I agree. I, it's, I was trying to still give and do, you know, so much for others and do what I thought was right for everyone else and myself. And I realized it was detrimental for everyone who was around me. And myself, it just wasn't good. So you know, whatever it is for you that that helps you appreciate yourself and do things, you know, for yourself. Um, What some people it's massages, some people it's reading a book, some people it's going on a trip. I mean, you have to figure out what it is. For me, I've noticed getting getting out of everyday life and going on a trip is a huge revitalization for me. And, you know, it's been hard because we haven't been able to do it with having KJ, but it's something that I want to get back to and planning trips and, and having things to, to look forward to and seeing new environments and new cultures and things that you're not around every day. For me, that's like super.
1: That's a huge one for me too. Yeah. I, I look back at, um, Jamaica. Yeah. It was, uh.
0: That was an incredible trip. Yeah. Somewhere, for both of yeah. us. Yeah.
1: And I like I left having never really thought about going to Jamaica, or like when we went there, I'd never thought about it. We leave Jamaica, come home, and I want to go. I want to buy property there. (laughs) I had such a great time. I mean, I think with
0: everyone, I enjoyed. Right now, it's really dangerous. Well,
1: yeah, but I mean, I just yeah, being in a different culture
0: and getting out of your like everyday. But some people, that's not like good for them. It's stressful. You know, it's a stressful situation. My so dad. My yeah. My dad does not travel leave. well. Yeah.
1: it stresses him out.
0: So it's learning, learning what it is for you and what it is for me, it's not going to be for you. And, and we all have those different things. And I, I, that's something I, I had another conversation this week with another friend and we talked about like, what's great for someone is not great for you and vice versa. And we all need to be more accepting of that. Like, because we all go through life doing it what's best for ourselves, we need to really learn to accept how other people do it for themselves as well and and not judge based on those things. And, they're, you know, yeah. we're all just trying to figure it out. And if you're willing to self-evaluate and, and do these things, then regardless of how we're doing it, I think if we're trying to be proactive and be the best you that you can be, then... Gosh,
1: yeah. that's such a great point, especially... Today,
0: <laughs> I know. Gosh,
1: it, it, it's just everywhere you look, somebody. Uh, Facebook with the politics uh, is, is toxic, me. but uh, just in general, I, I, f- I feel such a lack of. Uh, I guess that's not the right way to say it. Is just uh, it's a whole lot of people just shoving their ideas of what the right way to go about your life is, and
0: the reality is, we all and, have to do it yeah. differently. If we were all the same, we would be robots, and it wouldn't be fun, and this world wouldn't tick the way that it does. But like, well, we're getting counterproductive. To, we're getting to this, I think, because of the overwhelming amount of connectivity via the internet and phones and everything that we get to the. We're getting to this place in society where everyone feels like they have to go down the same path and be the same way and, and be successful the same way and it's and and think the same way and feel the same way and it's just it's not it's not needed all have to just be us. And if we would all just be us and be happy being us, this world would just be a freaking happier place. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So that kind of wraps up the 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 different aspects of, um, I guess, my my journey. It's, you know, self-evaluate, self-motivation, and the two kind of come together through self-appreciation. You know, I encourage you guys to share, share your stories with us, um, you know, private message me, email me. I have a Facebook page. I have an Instagram. I would love to like keep this conversation going. I think organic conversation is extremely important. If you want to come on and share your story, I think that's a direction that we are definitely interested in going and, and talking through. I've had a bunch of people reach out to me and, and suggest different guests because of their paths and their journeys that they're on and how they're overcoming hardships and And maybe it's like addiction or just, you know, going through something really hard in life. And I don't know. I think it's important for all of us to support each other and share how our journeys are different and how we've we've gotten to a a great place in the world. And
1: it's just and it's so cool to learn about someone else's thing.
0: Because the thing is, is I don't know. I don't have all the answers. I don't know hmm. what the solution is. I know what's working for me, but what's working for me may not work for someone else. And,
1: and it's just, it's just, uh, to me, very interesting to educate yourself on how someone else's brain works.
0: Yeah, for sure. You Even know. these conversations enlighten <laughs> me to yours, which is yeah. crazy because we're married and we talk all the time. All the time. All right, y'all. Well, we hope you have a fabulous day, night, morning, whatever time you're tuning in. And we will have more for you next week. Thank you guys so much for listening to the loving this life podcast. It is because of people like you tuning in each episode that loving this life has a purpose. If you like what you hear, please be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. This is how we spread the love and reach more amazing people like you. I also want to say a special thank you to Ella Reed. She so graciously shared her empowering and uplifting song walk on for us to use on the podcast. And lastly, Remember to wake up each day being confident with who you are, but also love yourself enough to change for the better. Peace, y'all.